It yeah. just sounds, that sounds nasty too. I don't know. Which is nastier? Oh, God. I think Malort is, I think Malort's classy. This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with Milwaukee Magazine food and dining critic Anne Christensen and little old me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. It is a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we got a lot of great things to talk about, including a new bar in River West, which I don't think the last time it was a new anything in River West was like the Dark Ages. Uh, but we're going to kick it off with, uh, speaking of Memorial Day, we're going to talk about, uh, and you did a kind of a guide to Milwaukee barbecue. So I thought, what mm-hmm. better time to talk about barbecue than Memorial Day weekend? Right. So over Milwaukee Magazine's website at milwaukeemag.com, you had this cool map, interactive look, look map. Look at those juicy ribs. Look juicy at those, ribs. Look at, the, look at those ribs. Yeah. They well, look good. Yeah, yeah. People can see that on the air. Okay, yeah. yeah. You, you can see it right <laughs> there. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But we're going to talk about uh, five of those uh, places that we gravitate to. Right. Um, so let's kick it off with you, uh, Speed Queen. Speed Queen is one of the... Uh, it's kind of iconic. For, it's iconic, and I have to say, when I was very young, about 10 years old, and I started working at the magazine. Um, <laughs> I was a little older than that. Uh, that was one of the places. I, I, so I was working with a, a, a staff, a larger staff than we have now, but a lot of people that were um, had their favorite places that they mm-hmm. liked to go at lunchtime. And so it was always like, okay, Anne, you're going to go to this place. You're going to experience this for the first time. Awesome. I'm going to go. And I remember going to Speed Queen, and this was the – everybody seemed to really gravitate toward the pork shoulder served with the – Sliced white bread. So That's like the right the way Wonder to do barbecue. Bread. Yeah. No pumpernickel, no wheat bread. No, but it was sort of, it, it was probably like that, you know, very soft kind of Wonder Bread consistency. It soaks up that sauce. And soaks up that sauce. And honestly, I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Um, and you and don't to get, me, like, it's, it's still, that's still like a classic thing to order mm-hmm. at, at Speed Queen. You and I talked about this off the air. It's great that you can go to this place and it's late, it's open late into the night. So if yeah. you're really hungry, and a lot of other places close, and you can't get that late night food. That is a really. I've done great that staple. many times. I like sometimes after a DJ gig or something, I go by there, one thirty two, whatever, on a Friday because they yeah. open a little later on the weekends. I pick up a full slab of ribs and go home and yeah. eat up at like two, three o'clock in so the morning. It's the, the address is, is it like Seventeenth and Walnut or is it? Yeah, it's Eleventh and Walnut maybe. It's over in Walnut. It's on Walnut, yeah. and I always forget the side street, but. Um, you, but you like, you don't necessarily go for the pork shoulder, right? No. Every time I go, I get a full slab of ribs, the, the hot sauce. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Sometimes I might get fries. I yeah. Might. I, f- I don't, I don't even want that. I just want the meat. Yeah. You know, I'm really going for that yeah. meat and the sauce and, you know, yeah. that bread. And they sell the sauce up. in stores too. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Speed Queen, um, iconic place. Next up, a newer one. Not that new. But they've been known as the home of the Milwaukee Rib. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Patton, who used to be over at Ardent back in the day. He started Iron Gray. He kind of developed the concept of, because, uh, you know, yeah. barbecue kind of is a regional thing. So if you go to Texas or North Carolina, they have their thing. They have their cut. He wanted to develop something for Milwaukee. So he developed the Milwaukee Rib. So it's basically a rib with a little bit of the pork belly, pork belly. attached yeah. to it, which was brilliant to me. I think it's just brilliant. So Iron Gray... Which is on the uh, kind of uh, south of Bayview, yeah, going towards the airport on Howell Avenue. And he had a, he opened a new space. What about like a year and a half ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He originally was uh, 
inside Hawthorne Coffee, Hawthorne Coffee. or Coffee. shared that space. Yeah. And so we got a new space. It does the Milwaukee ribs, but like the sides are amazing. My favorite sides is the smoke grits because he lets the drippings fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he puts the grits in the in the in the grill, the smoker, and or, uh, right uh, under the brisket and lets the drippings fall into the. Yeah, grits, I think is, those are the best yeah. ones too. I like so. them more than the smoked tomato mac yeah. and cheese. So that's a couple of the uh, selections from your uh, barbecue guide on uh, Milwaukee Magazine. Uh, we're going to continue talking about uh, three more of our picks from the uh, Milwaukee Guide to Barbecue in honor of Memorial Day weekend uh, coming up right on this Bites. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, pride, pride. We're back. Uh, you've been a big fan of this one, Double B's Barbecue. Double B's in West Dallas. Yeah. It's got to have been there mm, close to five years, I want to say now. Uh, but yeah, they do a really nice job. And it's right on, on, on Greenfield Avenue, sort of that main drag and little commercial area uh, in, in, um, in West Dallas. But one of the things I think they're okay. Two of the things they're really known for are the brisket burnt ends, and I'm always I've always liked burnt ends. Mm-hmm. You too, like the yeah. burnt ends. I think yeah, I love it. I like the texture. I like it's a St. Louis thing. Yeah, very St. Louis thing. Yeah, I never I, had burnt ends until I came up to the to Minnesota. Until you, oh, oh, okay. Um, and then they do St. Louis style ribs, and those are hickory hickory wood smoked for four four more hours, mm-hmm. four plus hours. And uh, they also have really good slow-smoked chicken wings. So there's a bunch of stuff, that I think, that are really good to try there. You can get, um, like, if you're, if you're going to do the wings, and I really recommend you also try those wings if you go there. You can get them naked, or you can get them with, like, one of five sauces. The best sauce um, for chicken barbecue yeah. is um, an Alabama sauce. An Alabama sauce, so okay. So you know what that is? Tell me. So basically, you know how in South Carolina it's like a vinegar sauce with a little bit of just a little bit of tomato stuff, right? Um, but Alabama sauce is the vinegar, but with mayo. Oh. And it's, it's if you do it right, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a proportioned recipe here. So you, you if you see a recipe, follow that recipe. Don't try to deviate. If you've never done it, don't deviate. Cause Interesting. You might, but it's, 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 when you do it right, it makes chicken, especially smoked chicken, like elevates oh, to another level. I love that idea. I, anyway. I had not, I don't know what the, I hadn't known about it. So yeah. that's, that's really good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, double B's is a great choice. Definitely worth going out to Stalis for that. Cool. Uh, the next one is uh, the most, I guess you would say the most uh, newest entry to the barbecue landscape in Milwaukee. It is now located in uh, Crossroads Collective, that new micro food hall that recently opened a few months back. Uh, Heaven's Table, which is Jason Alston's uh, new spot. Um, he's been doing, before that, he was doing some catering. He was working at Mike. He's actually, he was used to, he was doing barbecue at Mikey's. At Mikey's, yeah. And I remember he did. Um, and that's how we first heard about First him. heard about him. And then, like, when he was doing that, I went there. He had smoked turkey butt. It was a little, the little smoked fatty, the little t- fatty part. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now he's uh, got his own spot. Heaven's Table is doing very well, and the brisket is the bomb there. Just have to say, um, yeah. You also collaborated with Sap Sap on their sausages as well uh-huh. for a while. Um, so it's a really cool spot. 
every time I go there, there's a lot of people there uh, getting his barbecue. And he's like, every time it, I go there, is, he's like, he's living the dream. Jason yeah. is definitely living no, the dream. No, and you go, you just get close to Crossroads and you can smell that smoker yeah. and you get inside and you smell the smoker. Yeah. And I feel like that is the best sales tool yeah. for them. And you just want to get up yeah. there and get that barbecue. I'm serious. And he uses um, a pellet smoker, he told me. Okay. So, but the funny thing is, I, I, I did a story for Edible Milwaukee last year on a tale of, yeah. it's called A Tale of Two. Tale of Milwaukee, but I can't remember what it was, um, the title headline. But it was, uh, I, I interviewed uh, Alex from Sap Sap, who does kind of this his take on Laotian barbecue, and kind of interviewed Jason on the traditional southern barbecue, like see the differences and see the similarities and on that. So if you want to check that out, I think that's online at edmilwaukee.com. Uh, and the final one is kind of a chain, mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, what would you consider a chain more than, like, does it have to be more than two? I don't know what a chain is. Does it be across the country? I don't know. I yeah, that's a that's a tough one to answer. Yeah. I I would say at least three locations. Yeah. So I suppose Docs, that would be like a micro chain. Yeah, I guess Docs Commerce downtown, uh, not too far from um, Five Serve. Form, yeah, uh, came into the market uh, a couple years ago. I feel like it's been a couple years. Um, I went there like I I you know when I think of barbecue, I don't think of barbecue downtown cities, right? Initially, my perspective, like, you had to go weird places to get barbecue, right? To get good barbecue. That's the that's the mythos. And so I went there, and I was like, oh, it's downtown, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, dude, this is a really good barbecue. The mm-hmm. brisket was good. The Brunswick stew, which, like, I didn't think anybody in Midwest knew what Brunswick stew. That's a Georgia stew. Kind of like like how Wisconsin has booyah, but Brunswick stew, my dad makes that. Growing up, he, he loves Brunswick. He always made it homemade. Their brother's stew is just as good as my dad's. Yeah. They have the lower Alabama caviar, which is basically black eyed peas, onions, and a little cilantro and balsamic vinegar with saltine crackers. Um, yeah, I like their sides a yeah, lot. Their sides are really good. Their whiskey bourbon selection is just so good. Uh, it's a great spot downtown. If you want to get some decent barbecue downtown, you're visiting, friends are visiting and living, say, in a hotel. This is probably a good place to check out. I hope their business is really being helped by all the activity going on. Five Star Forum? Yeah. Probably. People getting their barbecue on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm really impressed with Doc's Commerce. But those are some of the barbecue uh, places in Milwaukee, uh, especially if you don't want to feel like uh, firing up that grill this weekend or you're too lazy or you're just not good at it. <laughs> for Memorial Day weekend, there's some places that you can uh, pick up some barbecue for this Memorial Day weekend. Of course, there's more barbecue places in Milwaukee at uh, Ann's barbecue guide in Milwaukee at milwaukeemag.com. Again, we post links at our website at radiomilwaukee.org. Next, we got a new spot in River West. Whoa, Tariq, that's your home. I've been there 12 years, and I think... Uh, and nothing's opened. No. I've been like... That's some things have. I've been complaining about this. It's like, it's like Bayview and River West is like... Bayview is on development steroids, and like River West is like... Yeah. In like hibernation development. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to see a little bit more. I don't know why it would be like Bayview development, but I like to see you know one or two things maybe a year pop up. But uh, uh, Bar Centro, which is um, kind of the uh, sister restaurant the Central bar, Cafe. the Central yeah. Cafe, open this week. Uh, can you tell me a little about what Bar Central is and uh, and uh, what's What's different between yeah. that and Centro? And Centro. The restaurant Centro is at 808 East Center Street. This is next door, Bar Centro. Same owners. Um, 
Peg Carpfinger and um, and her husband Patrick Moore, and and knowing them and how much time they spent working on the interior mm. at Central Cafe, which I, I believe they did a lot of it themselves. This probably was a long time in the making because there's some really cool buildings also. Yeah, that space River was West. like I heard rumors of that space yeah. being so many different things. From uh, the rumor was a was supposed to be a late night burrito place to like this to this and then yeah yeah so. Um, so I think what it is is it's probably meant to sort of complement um, uh, Centro Cafe. Um, and, and essentially, you know, if you go to Centro and it's really busy, there isn't really there really isn't a place to wait. And it gets busy. Yeah. Like, so it's consistently busy yeah, there. Like, I drive busy. like I live and around the corner and I drive by and I'm like, sure. And good for them. They have a cute yeah. little patio in mm-hmm. the back. Um, and um, so so this is really going to help probably accommodate overflow. But I think it's probably and hopefully is going to have a little bit of. Uh, uh, a draw on its own. Now, specifically, um, it's a, it's a, um, I guess it's a wine, beer, and cocktail bar that serves meat and cheese boards, snacks, and desserts. So okay. that's what the focus is. It just opened uh, this past Wednesday. And uh, I'm pretty excited because um, they say that they're typically going to have 30 to 40 different kinds of Amari, which um, if you've had Amari or Amaro... Maro. Amaro. So Amari, Amari's plural. Amari's right? being the plural form. Yep. Amaro <laughs> is that bitter Italian herbal liqueur, which uh, it's good for digestion. It's, it's a great digestive. Yeah. Um, but if you, yeah, if you, I mean, I, I love th- those Italian mm. uh, liqueurs. I do. Those, those I, bitter, I've those became liqueurs. a fan of those myself. Yeah, I really like them. So, um, so anyway, they're going to be serving a lot of those different uh, Amari, and you'll, they'll be featured in some of the cocktails and spritzers. Um, they're also going to have dessert cocktails. Sounds interesting, including gelato-based drinks. Actually, um, like it's like a rich milkshake. That sounds yeah. Like <laughs> so what it sounds like to me, um, like it it kind of sounds like a place where you would go and maybe get your uh, you know your cocktail and appetizer maybe before going to dinner at Centro, or you or could go after, after. or yeah. before a show at like uh, Mad Planet or sure at um. If you just want a really yeah. light meal mm-hmm. too, you don't want something. You know, you don't want pasta. You want something really, mm-hmm. really light to to um, sort of nosh on. Nosh is not a word. Let me just tell you, nosh is not a word I use very often. And suddenly, I have probably used it like three times in the past. I don't know, forty eight hours, and I'm scaring myself a little <laughs> bit. You know, we all have these like words of that that we use within like. Are the genres we write about? Yeah. You know, Dory. And, the morning like, show. Oh, I hate that word. Dory yeah. word, word was she haven't used it in a while. Dory was amaze balls. Amaze balls. Yeah, she said use that a lot. I, I I don't ever you know use that in print. Just FYI. Amaze balls. No, I don't. That's a great descriptive it's, for a food. It's like a, a it is it's absolutely a great descriptive. You know. Um. So this restaurant was amaze balls. It was amaze balls. Right. <laughs> it was amaze balls. Uh. So anyway. Um. Bar Centro is also going to have, now this is, you know, again, if you're thinking like you're doing a digestive, so at the end of the night you want to have something, you want to have your dessert or you want to have an espresso, tea, coffee, um, they're going to have those things as well. Um, and actually, I, I guess it's been two years since they announced that they were working on that space. So yeah. I would be really curious. They do really nice work. So I'd, I'm actually um, excited to see what it looks like on the inside. And apparently they were inspired um, by a Spanish tavern that they had visited. Huh. So in, in working on that interior. So it's Italian stuff, but design is Spanish. I, I, maybe, mm, maybe. Cool. Well, you know, there's that tile in Centro Cafe yeah. that has that very European look mm-hmm. that I think is a really cool touch in there. So 
The Bar Center opens at 4 o'clock Wednesday through Saturday, uh, and closing times are going to vary, um, and they're going to have a happy hour, uh, 4 to 6, Wednesday and Thursday. Um, so it sounds like a nice little place to stop in for like a, sounds like you can get soup there too. So yeah. a little soup cheese and bread, and, soup and bread, a little snacks. cake, cheese plate type yeah. of thing. So if you don't want a full meal. Yeah. Or you're like on you're a, on a date and you yeah, don't want your yeah. date to know that you really eat. Yeah. Or you're on a keto diet or something. On a keto diet. Exactly. Or some weird Yes, diet. exactly. All you keto people out there, this is, this is going to be your place. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. It was funny. Uh, speaking of Keto, I was speaking of Dory. You saw the picture of Charles Barkley at Mr. Perkins, which is celebrating the yeah. 50th uh, I mean, I think that was awesome. That um, but he was there. He had chitlins. Them. Yeah. And I was going to Dory and all my Keto friends, chitlins, Keto friendly. And they're like, no, oh, my. Oh, that's funny. It's Keto. You know, but anyway. Uh, but congrats to Mr. Perkins, too. I thought that was yeah. very well deserved. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Movita and their uh, associated restaurants are doing some interesting things this yeah, weekend, right? I mean, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, so everybody who has a patio or has some kind of summery drink, they're pulling it out because they're hoping that the crowds are just going to come and the, and the temperatures are going to go up and it's going to be sunny. Especially if the sure Bucks win, so. I think the crowds going to And, up. and, I and then you add if, that If the Bucks don't it. lose, I... I Either way, people are going to want to drink, whether it's in, in <laughs> a bad sorrow mood or, or happiness. <laughs> I was, um, I was, I was, I, I turned off the game. I couldn't. I, I, it gets too stressful for yeah. me too. But um, so you know, there's a very nice patio outside or in the rear side, I guess, of Hotel Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that patio actually. It's a very nice patio, yeah. and um, so there. I mean, I think a lot of places are really seeing Memorial Day weekend as the kickoff to patio season. Yeah. So, um, and it's finally really warm, too. For, for now. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even sure I trust it. Oh, like I, I couldn't believe it. My skin was like, what's going on? I know. It felt like, <laughs> yeah, warmth on the skin rather than the cold, clammy hands that I have all the time. Um, yeah, so you've got Palomas and, you know, whatever, like, little nibbly foods you want to have on the patio. That could be Hotel Madrid. Movita has more of the Spanish uh, yeah. flavor to it, so they're kind of pushing their whole sangria and their... Obviously, they're gin and tonics. Those are really big. Oh, yeah. Movita. Um, but uh, that's, you know, I don't think Mo- Movita has, like, kind of a sidewalk set up for outdoor for outdoor dining. They oh, don't they have do? a backyard part, patio. Movita? Movita? I don't think Movita does. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of Hotel Madrid. Yeah, no, yeah, Madrid yeah. has, a, has yeah, a great one. Yeah. But, um, I, and I'm even trying to think if you can actually sit on the patio or on the um, sidewalk outside. They have that Movita. little side, it's very, the parklet. It's a like a parklet. Yeah. Exactly. I was, that term always evades me. Parklet. Because it gets into the street, right? Yeah, it's like a wooden thing. Like it takes, takes over, over a, park, a parking, parking space, which is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, if you're really, going back to Madrid for a second, if you're really into this whole Bucks thing, this, what is this Bucks thing? I'm, I'm kidding. I, kn- I know what it is. I get it. I, I accept it. They uh, apparently put in a new 90-inch TV at Hotel Madrid for these games. Oh, okay. And they're calling it Pause Pit. Is there a story why they call it Paul's Pit? Paw, P-A-U. Oh, I they said Paul. Isn't that a player? It's a Bucks player. What well, says Don's and Paws? Well, Don's with Don's Don's Diner. Oh, which is okay. also one of their I get other it now. properties. I get it now. Um, but da- so there's like two two things going on here. The the Paws Pit, which is um, now you're you're scaring me, Tariq, because <laughs> I I feel like you know all all things Bucks. 
No, actually, Justin and Marcus. It's. I mean, I don't even. I'm know a ba- I, I became. I became. I stopped. Literally stopped watching basketball for a long time, and then I just. Watching the box during a regular season became really entertaining. I got enjoying them, and I like I like this team. I like the spirit. I like the, what they're doing in the city. So I joined in as a, as they call okay, bandwagon. I, I, I know that I say you know like certain um, Spanish is really a challenge for me because I never I never I, I never took it. I took French, but there is a Milwaukee Buck who is Spanish named Paul oh, Gasol. Gasol. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I never knew the first name because everybody says the last okay, name. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to tell you. They have Paws Pit oh. at Hotel Madrid. They want people to come in, watch the games, drink. Wow. Voila. So they're doing that. And then if you go... Was there a story why they decided to use his name? Probably because there's like alliteration in saying Paws Pit or they really like him. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, Oh, he's Spanish. And he's Spanish. And Hotel Madrid is Spanish. Okay, I thought I thought that was all becoming clear here, yeah, Tariq. Over my head. He's a Spanish of Spanish. I'm not very bright. I'm kind of slow sometimes. So. He's yeah. Anyway. And then if you go over down to Don's Diner, which is their other property over on First Street. Love the milkshakes. Okay, well, they're doing a chocolate truffle fear the deer shake. <laughs> I said the and picture. If, the picture is intense. And if you've seen any of their have you seen their shakes though? Yeah. They will they will make a shake. They will make a shake, and it could be a boozy shake or, um, you know, non-alcoholic. And they will put, like, an entire slice of cheesecake on the top of it. That's or new. a giant donut on the top of it. That must it. be new. That, they didn't do that to me. Well, they're doing they, it now. They're it was, doing it I, now. I forgot what I had. I think it was, like, a bourbon. Old, it was an old-fashioned. Was it old-fashioned milkshake? Well, I'm, I'm going to – I have – okay, so I'm, I'm looking I, – I am looking at a photo – of the chocolate truffle fear the deer shake. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like, um, like, is that an antler cookie? It looks like an antler cookie that's that's kind of shoved in there mm-hmm. too. And I do see so, some chocolate truffles. So um, those would be just some kind of, you know, reasons to get out and kind of hang out on some of those patios and celebrate the bucks because we have to. How come no one's ever used the term, hey, Raptors, the bucks stop here? Why hasn't that became a slogan? I, I you know, then that. that doesn't that sound good, right? It, it sounds great. Why don't yeah. you use it? Why don't you write up something Patent. and throw Sorry, it out Sorry, can't there? use it. Oh, you patented it. Yeah. Okay. All Call right. my lawyer. Well, okay, anyway. so what, aren't we talking more Memorial Day now? Yeah. Weekend-ish is that stuff? It? Well, that's all I wanted to say, yeah. Okay. Then uh, the next thing is uh, brunch service starts yeah. this week at uh, Iron Horse Hotel. Iron we mentioned Horse. it's Iron Horse. Yes. They're doing some makeovers yes, because of a new makeovers. operation that uh, they hired the guys at Dan Dan. They have this new operation, at yes. consulting operation. Dan Jacobs and Dan Van Wright have a hospitality group called JVR Group. They have taken over uh, the consulting, the menu consulting and concepting for all of the food operations at the Iron Horse mm-hmm. Hotel. Okay, So we don't know yet what is going to replace Smith. That's the fine dining restaurant there. But uh, we do know that they have changed the brunch service, the weekend brunch service. It used to be a buffet-style brunch. Starting this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, they're doing plated service. It's an a la carte brunch from 10 to 2 on each day. And um, I can tell you a little, a few of the the menu items they're going to have. Fried chicken and waffles, uh, biscuits and sausage gravy. These are really kind of straightforward dishes. A smash burger breakfast. I saw um, that smash burger. I've been like, I'm such a smash burger addict right now. Well, it's described as a bed of hash browns topped with two burger patties, American cheese, bacon, caramelized onions, and over easy eggs. Yep. 
So good. that's that's going to feed you for the at least one day. Um, they're doing a couple different uh, eggs Benedict, uh, scrambled eggs and rabbit, which is is that a take on like green eggs and ham? Like scrambled <laughs> scrambled eggs and rabbit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then <clears throat> there is a um, avocado and smoked trout toast because you know that avocado toast is still going strong. You see my Facebook post? I did about I did. how like I'm 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 I was just eating a bag of arugula last night. I know, and you started <laughs> and like texting, and I go like, "Oh no, what's next?" I hope no avocado toast becomes next, and then then, then Sherry goes like, "I'll put you out of your misery if that becomes <laughs> yeah. comes to us." I think we all will. <laughs> um, some of the sweeter options include peaches and cream waffles, uh, French toast stuffed with mascarpone and rhubarb jam. And just as we I mentioned in previous week, their, their bakery, meaning uh, the bakery that's part of this um, hospitality group, Batches, uh, they're going to be doing all the baked goods. So they're going to have muffins, scones, and cinnamon rolls um, available uh, for this brunch, which sounds delicious. Sweet. And... Um, I do believe that the yard, which is the sort of massive patio outside the, the Iron Horse Hotel, is going to be up and running as well. Um, and it looks like they made some changes there. Like it's a, it's almost a little bit more cozy based on photos I've seen. Cool. Maybe there's a little bit of new furniture. Like- I do like the vibe. I do sometimes when I, I'm not at work or have a day off or I usually go there. You like Early, to, to hang? hang out. Sit at the bar, the outdoor yeah, bar? Yeah, bring a book or something. Uh, it's kind of nice. And have a, a nice, some bourbon eater or, or a margarita or something. It's a nice vibe. I like it. All righty. Cool. Uh, next is uh, Blue Bats. Blue Bat has yeah. a... Blue Bat, the global street food uh, uh, dining place, has right. a new um, menu. It has a new menu. And Blue Bat is uh, the restaurant that replaced Water Buffalo. In the Third Ward. In the Third Ward, uh, right on the river. Uh, and um, they are, you know, this they opened kind of around this time where suddenly, it was like suddenly tacos. You know, we started <laughs> seeing all these taco tacos. places started open, you know, really opening up and like yeah. taking over. So, uh, yeah, but their whole shtick, wanting to do something a little bit different, yeah. is the global street food. And... Um, you know, I guess that means that, you know, not only are you going to have um, like a, let's say, a uh, Baja a battered cod taco in a flour tortilla, you're going to have Somali sambusas. So those are those are pastries. Sambusa pastries are kind of similar to um, like, uh, like um, you know, the samosa ba- yeah. uh, pastries. Yeah, like fried Indian, little yeah, pastry, Indian pastries. Pastry with, like, exactly. But, filling. but their their sambusas are not like typical sambusas either. They're, um, they're uh, wonton wrap, poblano chicken, white cheddar, avocado, crema, um, scallions, radish. And because this place is called Blue Bat, it also includes bat dust. I don't, I don't know. Is it? Maybe not- that's salt. I don't know. It's not like ground up bat. I hope so. I really do. Dried up so. bat. I like, hope so there's some dried up bat in there. <laughs> like um, Bonito, like Bonito Flakes. You do a bat. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Na, 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 I don't Batman. know. I, I just don't know what to say there. But um, so, you know, they, uh, it's it's interesting here because it it does feel like their, their taco selection is a bit more, um, loosely used term now than when I when they first opened, and I say that because 
y- you can turn any handheld, they say, into a bowl. So with like jasmine rice, okay? But you could also sub a flatbread or bao bun for that taco shell, yeah. for that tortilla. Okay. Have you seen the, and, uh, the, the people now taking big pickles instead of bread? The pickle is the bun? No. You haven't seen those? I have not. Where are you seeing that? <laughs> it's all over Facebook. People are taking big pickles. But they're doing it themselves. Or not, it's not a restaurant. No, I don't know if it's a restaurant. I wasn't paying attention. I just saw it and I'm like, yeah, oh, no. Scroll grief. by. That just is ridiculous. I don't need a big pickle. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, but not. Um, so, yeah. So, just to give you an idea, there are a couple different various options. They have four tacos. They have a smoked brisket, uh, red cabbage, uh, pickled onion, Alabama white barbecue sauce. Remember we talked about that earlier? In a corn tortilla. Yes, we did. Um, there's a, yes? No, I was going to say they, 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 they heard, they've been, they they heard been, you. They've been hearing me. I know. I want my credit. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure about this, although I did taste it. I still am not quite sure what I think of it, but it's a curry cauliflower taco with hummus, cilantro, golden raisins, in a flour, so in a flour the, tortilla. The raisin, I'm sorry. I know, it's a, raisin, it's a little bit bizarre, but I, um, there's also, yeah. I have a thing with raisin and food. So, you know, it's, I, I yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really ha- having a, tr- a hard time dis- describing like what kind of food they serve here. Yeah. So global street it's food global. is what they call it. But yeah. um, anyway, that's a new menu. Um, also, they they use the term tequileria, tequileria, because they've they have a great selection. selection. Yeah, yeah of tequila, and I've been and they have mezcal, and I got hooked on mezcal thanks to uh, a friend of mine, Joaquin. Um, I used to not like tequila, then I got here, and people were like, dude, you got to try this, you got to try that, because you know, just like rum, yeah, most when you're growing up, college, whatever, all they give you is the same, you know, college tequila, real tequila, and I'm like, this is awful, and then I'm like. No, yeah. no, no, no. We don't do this. Here, you try this, Tariq. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is good. Right. You never knew they were actually really yeah. good. And it's just like rum, you know. Yeah, you know, R- really so. good ones. Well, so, yeah, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you want to check it out, go have some really, you know, yeah. have a tequila flight or have some mm-hmm. interesting uh, cocktail with a very high-end tequila, maybe, and check out their patio. The funny thing is, like, I realized, I was thinking when you mentioned all this global fusion tacos, it kind of started, do you remember the, the, the L.A. food truck Koji? Yeah, Koji? that's, that's that, that truck started. started the the fusion tacos because oh, okay. you know Korea, LA is very it's a very melting pot city, uh, and I was just thinking about that and I was like, dude, that'd be a really good story to write about the origination of this, uh-huh. you know. But I was it just crossed my head. Never had it. Not Koji. Was it Koji? The name of the truck? Kojo. Kujo. It was yeah. Cujo. No, oh. it wasn't Cujo. Sorry. Well, yeah, I was that would be about, a like, demonic dog. And Jonathan Gold did a. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I just want you to be right, so I'm like, uh huh, Tariq, that's it, that's it. <laughs> and finally, um, ID, uh, which is a restaurant in the Delafield Hotel, we talked about them a couple weeks ago, is doing one of their flip night. Flip nights, where they changed changed the restaurant to something completely different for one night only. Can you elaborate? Yes. They are going to be very French for one night only. Do I sound French, Tariq? Sound like Pepe Le Pew's I know. Uh, that's, that's the problem. When I do it, it sounds like Pepe Le Pew. Uh, so it's a French bistro for one night, and that is May, 30, May 30th. Uh, and the menu items um, are all going to be French. Uh, so the, so the, one of the items is going to be um, 
Mussels steamed in the French beer, 1664. It's a European pale is, lager with 5.5% ABV. And you like your <laughs> you like your lagers, mister. I love lagers, yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, so this particular dish is going to come with a green gar- garlic aioli, Aleppo chili pepper, and toasted baguette. Uh, another item is a foie gras brioche toast slathered with strawberry elderberry jam and smoked sea salt. So you get a little bit of sweetness, the saltiness with that incredible rich foie gras. Uh, a coco vin, which is a red wine braised duck legs. Uh, actually, uh, coco vin is, is typically chicken. This is a, a red wine braised duck leg, or legs rather. It's a nice take on it. Served I can see, I can with see. duck fat potatoes, French green beans, and wood ear. Wood ear mushrooms. Uh, probably a yeah. wood ear mushroom salad. Yeah. They just miss, you know, identifying the, what, what a wood ear is. Uh, bavette salad and frites. So we've got some house cut French fries, a red pepper Bernays sauce. I love my, I love a Bernays mm-hmm. sauce with the steak and smothered shallots. And then for dessert, uh, chocolate eclair with praline, hazelnut, coffee, and banana. Cool. So that's again their one night. And when is that deal. again? And they've done these before. This is on May thirtieth. Cool. And that's the ID in the, At Della the Della Field, Field Hotel. Hotel. Sounds good. Oh. By the yes. way, when you mentioned green garlic, my coworker Kristen, she lives on the south side, and she was in a park. She found like a whole bunch of ramps growing in the park. Oh on yeah, the south side, and she showed a picture. Just grabbed them all in the park and took them home. Damn, made some ramp butter. Nice. And like I think I like where, where's my ramps? Yeah, like, that would that would have been my question too. Like ramps you, are you kind of expensive get... in the stores. Yeah, they are. And then she's just walking, going on a hike, and here's some ramps. Also, you know what, I, don't, I know this just popped into my head because, um, you know, we've often talked about, this has nothing to do with ramps, but um, we often talk about, like, how there aren't maybe enough urban grocery stores around mm-hmm. here, right? So the Mars, Moyers, I'm not sure how, exactly how to pronounce it, but it's that urban market that's opening in that that NML building. Oh, yeah. It, it opened. It opened it's this open? week. Yeah, it just opened it's this week. Poof. It's really a kind of a small-scale grocery store, but... Yeah. Probably if you got an apartment over there or you're working in, in the, you know, NML you building leave, across you, the you street. Just, you don't have to go anywhere. No, you don't have to go anywhere. So it's in that apartment, like the 777, uh-huh. I think, is in the And the streetcar puts a stop Does there. it have a stop yeah. right there? Okay. So what, what they have is, like, there's a Stone Creek coffee inside. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a small produce section. I mean, everything's sort of on the smaller end. Yeah. Um, they definitely have, like, a meat and fish area. Um, they have a deli. They had an area, and I'm... I, they had just opened when I went is in it there. On Van so they hadn't. It is on. Um, I don't think that's Van Buren. Okay. It is. Yes, it is Van Buren. You're right. It is. Yeah. It's definitely Van Buren. But that that side street okay. is Mason. I think it's okay. Ma- the corner of Mason, Mason and Van Buren. Yeah. So, um, but they are also doing like some prepared stations. So if you want to get like a grain bowl, an acai yeah. bowl, um, I think they're doing like they might even be doing like uh, crepes to order. I think they have all these sort of like lunch options yeah. that they're going to make available to like oh. that are going to be specialty items oh. made while you wait. But it is also a grocery store, so you can go in. You, there's a wine yeah. selection, beers. They've got you know convenient for the people who live there. Yeah, way. you've got your cereal aisle, you've got your condiment aisle, mm. you've got you know. So uh, you, there's there's also an area for you know bulk things like nuts and and rice and oatmeal and stuff like that. Cool. But um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's just having another alternative over, over there is a nice idea. Yeah, the one over here by the station, but okay. Yeah, so anyway, that, that is open in, in case you're wondering. Cool. 
Uh, well, that about does it for this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And always stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. And we want to announce that on July 27th in Chicago, there's the famous or infamous Malort 5K. Yeah. And Anne wants to try to get a whole bunch of us I, I to don't compete know how at this the 5K. Started. So how this started. works at the uh, Chicago Malort 5K. So participants in the annual Malort 5K begin and finish the road race with a shot of the bitter beverage. Doesn't that just sound There's delicious. one rule. You can't cross the finish line. They won't let you till you have your second serving Malort. Okay, but what if you get it in your mouth and you spit it out? Is that good enough? I think you're disqualified. You got to swallow it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the Malort 5K. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, the whole thing is a... It's good for your health. You're running. Like, like, it's probably gonna end up being good for your your like. It's only two shots. You're only taking your two. intestines. Maybe you're only taking two. Like if you want to clean something out of your system. At first, I thought it was like every one k you take a shot. There's only two in the beginning and the end. You're gonna sweat it out anyway. Okay, I'm gonna just ask you a really like. Should lame we get a question. Should we get a Milwaukee? I want to see together? what the T-shirt looks like first. It probably has the logo, the Jepson Malort liquor. Shirt. Probably not that great. Probably dope. You think it's dope? It's dope. Well, anyway, so there's a possibility that the yeah. This Bites crew is going to, you know, Contingency just be go down like there. leading the team toward that, uh, you so know. So email either Ann or me. Let me know if you're interested in going. We'll try to see what we can do. We'll try to, we'll try to you know, rent a bus or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then we will have the Lord on the bus. Lord on the bus, right. <laughs> and I, I was going to do some maybe like, you know, baked French toast in Malort. You know, like you kind of soak it in Malort yeah. and bake it. And, you know, I could have that, I don't know, in some, some you know, some kind of uh, heating trays on the, yeah. on the bus too. Or sickles. Malort sickles. Yeah. Have you heard about, you, uh, you really, you got to rehydrate after a What's that nasty Australian run. thing that people, Vegemite? Vegemite. They're making, yeah. a, they're making a liquor out of that. Yeah, you told me. We, we've talked about we've that. We've talked about that? It yeah. just sound, that sounds nasty, too. I don't know. Which is nastier? Oh, God. I think Malort is could, classy. Really debate that I think Malort is just classy. You debate it forever. Anyway. Well, Tariq, have a great uh, long weekend. You too. And see you soon. See ya. Bye.